going on i hope you guys are living and loving life it is your boy b it's your boy sam and you are now entering an untapped acquaintance podcast uh, before we went to this i want to wish every father out there a happy father's day i want to wish every mother who has taken the role of a father a happy father's day happy mother's day you guys deserve this as well um also it's a very special day because juneteenth falls hey. on father's day that's dope yeah so if you guys were able to celebrate that um it's a very um historical mark for a lot of texans yeah on this you. day so um yeah man how was your week it's been good man it's been uh very blessing i've been having really really good week man it's yeah been a blessing it's been a blessing that's good bro i love yeah. to hear it man it's really really good <laughs> uh yeah man i started cutting uh this one uh baseball player from sa missions yeah so i cut him i've been cutting him for like about two two or three weeks and then um i don't know where he just messaged me he's like hey one of my teammates wants to know if he got your number yeah dominican his name's uh carlos belen <laughs> wait wait i'm sorry i i heard dominican and i heard uh all i thought was from key and peel no. <laughs> 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 yeah he's a he's a dominican his name is carlos belen and he plays for the san antonio mission so yes, sir gave, gave me his number and just texting back back and forth and uh, he only speaks Spanish, so I was like, "Yeah, come by this day at this time." And and uh, yeah, we set up the appointment, and and he was like, "Hey, is it cool if I take another teammate with me?" Mm. So it was two two teammates or two two players. Yeah. So then I cut both of them, and then um, honestly, like I made sure like their their haircuts came out on point. <laughs> like I literally made sure. So then. Um, after that, a day later, I get another, like uh, another player hit me up. It's like, hey, bro, um, my my teammates highly recommend you for a haircut. Like, uh, how do I set up an appointment? La la la. Yeah. Set it up. Went in and like four players in a week. So that's 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 good, man. It's, yeah, man. It, I, I've I've been I've been really like sitting on it. I'm like, man, like my hard work is paying off. Yeah, you know, and, and I know you and I were going back and forth th- throughout the week, and you're letting me know that, and it's been a huge blessing for you. And it, you know, it's just, it's just, it shows like your patience, right? Yeah, and your hard work and what you've asked for, and what it's like, you're it's coming to fruition, you know? Yeah. And um, I can tell, you, I can tell you're taking it humbly, you know? Yeah. And that's what a lot of people, um, sometimes they miss, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I guess because, like, at the end of the day, these people are they're human beings, like me and you. Yeah. A lot of people ask me, like, well, why didn't you take pictures with them? Like, why? They're a regular person, like me and you. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, sometimes if they're out and about, like, some people are like, hey, let me take a picture, let me take a picture. Like, yeah. And, like, maybe they're wanting to go to the shop just to be like, cool, like, this is, let me just chill. There's there's times when, when, you know, <clears throat> celebrities and 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 stars like that at a at a certain level they want that um, attention. Yeah, they want that attention, but then there's some oh. that want that humanity piece of it, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Like you were saying, they just want to sit there and just 
have a, a regular conversation without, hey, man, let me take this picture real quick and yeah. keep showing their faces. I, I feel like sometimes they may, they, they take it as far as like, man, that's that's pretty good, man. I, I was able just to sit down in a chair and exactly be who I am without a question of, hey, you know, can I get this picture just for some clout or mm-hmm. or get my name out there? Yeah, and, and the one I, I I talk to a lot, um, he's one of the one of the pitchers there, and he's not from here; he's from LA. So, like, uh, he's like, "Hey, what are some good food spots, bro? I'm a foodie." <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "Bro, <laughs> go here, go there, go there," and then uh, he'll hit me up. Hey, my parents are in town. What restaurant do you recommend? Like if I want to get drinks, like what do you, what what kind of drinks? Like where? So I I shoot him the spots and like I I could tell he appreciates it. And it goes a long way. Just I mean, I, and it's just like I guess like Texas hospitality. Yeah, like we mentioned last time, right? Like, um, a lot of Texans have that that hospitality to where people want to come back. Yeah, they always have that that welcome you know that welcome feel and they know that they can always come back and just have that same thing you know yeah and that's good that you're, you're doing that bro for sure man it goes yeah. a long way it goes a very very long way man yeah it just it sets in the, it, it sets in their heart you know oh yeah yeah like you said a long way so earlier this week i had texted you i was like bro what are two three songs <laughs> like you go to quinceanera you go, you go to a wedding. Yeah. You know, somebody throws a little party in their backyard celebrating, like, their kids. Like, and I was like, well, show me some songs that, like, pick you up. Yeah. So, like, you said, what was the, <laughs> the one? The trend? Yeah, bro. That's a little, like, this- a hype song. I'm going to have to call my account. It makes you like just bob a little bit, right? Okay. (laughs) But Migos, Migos, they they make that type of music, right? They do. They like that, like that bob. Okay. Let's let's get it started. There's that one, and then the you shot the other one, and I was like, I agree with this one. This is more like (laughs) like the hype, you know? Like everybody's already like three quarters of the wedding in, (laughs) and then you just hear that. You already know. You already know. Man, I got this right. Hey. Hey. Everyone's looking at each other. Everybody's making a circle, grabbing that each other's circle. shoulders. And they're looking at each other like, y'all ready? Hey. We're going to hit this? And then like, <laughs> mm. I already see like people's stank face yep. here. Like, <laughs> mm. Mm. There's always that one person that goes in the middle. Yeah. And get it started. The yep. hands are right showing yep. it at the director. Three, two, one. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and then I was like, man, like when I was thinking about it, I was like, what is like some some hype songs that, you know, I'm going to a wedding, going to continue our little gathering. And I'm like, man, like what gets like, like the people going Yeah And I feel like When you're at like A quinceanera or a wedding And that's all you hear Like right there And then when you hear it come in mm. Hey That's the one right there I see the smoke coming out right? From the smoke machine <laughs> <laughs> This is it bro That's the one right there 
And then you always had the DJ come out and he's always like, he's always coming out with like the sirens and whatnot <laughs> and the lights flashing. And there's that one. And then I don't know if, if you notice like with this song, like for some reason, like the older heads, the ones that are always like kind of just like in the background a little bit. Yeah. As soon as like they hear like this song right here. Bro, the older heads always get up and they always show out. They hit it, bro. They hit it too. There's always that one couple that took the salsa classes. Yeah. And yeah. they take it to like the next level. The next level. Bro. This one always Dude. be hitting. As soon as it drops it. right here. Mm. Mm. Hey, hey. Mm. Mm. That one always be hitting too. It just hit a, a core reminder of mine, bro. <laughs> a core reminder. Just, it stays with me. <laughs> and then there's like, there's always like, yeah, like party already went on. Oh. Like everybody dance. Everybody's all sweaty. All sweaty. I feel like I know which one you can. I, yeah, everybody's I feel all it. sweaty. Everybody's like sitting down and then just. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's just there, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's like, hey, bro, straight up, I love you, bro. I love you, bro. I love you. Hey, bro, straight up, you're my dog. <laughs> no one gets up there. No one gets chairs. up. Everybody's just sitting down. <laughs> hey, there's always that one couple with just slow dancing, and they're, all, they're always a little big. <laughs> there's that one. Or two, like, shoot, settings coming down. Mm-hmm. Trying to get a little more intimate with your significant other. There's always that that moment, right? Yeah, it's a little, gotta slow it down a little bit. Oh. Mm. This this gets all the old heads. Yep. You always see that it's always the guy leading the woman onto yeah. the onto she the dance floor, right? By, grabs her by the hand. <laughs> Come here, baby. <laughs> Come on. Let's let's show these youngins what we do, and they just there slowly. (laughs) Mm. So then I picked out some songs too, and I was like, man, like these, I don't know, you could agree with me or not, but I feel like these are the songs that if you're a DJ and the crowd ain't jumping, you have to put on these songs in order to get people to dance. Mm -hmm. So. We're going to start off with the classic one. This is something new. The oh, yeah. Slide part Everybody's, everybody the gets up for this band. one. And this time, we're going to get funky. funky. I know everybody listening to I this. Like, just bobbing. Hey, hey, hey. Everybody clap your hands. So like everyone listening is probably going to turn it on their phone. Oh, for real. <laughs> There's that one. What else? There's this one, too. Like, hey. This one gets the crowd going too. Yeah, yeah. It's all you know what with this one. So the first one was all the older heads, right? Yeah. This one. This is more like the younger. The young ones, like two thousand. You gotta have a, a lot of stamina for this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha, man. Do you have that one? Mm-hmm. These are like the ones like. Hey, the crowd's dry. DJ, you got to do something. Play something. If not, like, you're going to lose the whole crowd. Yep. There's that one. And then this one's like, 
I, w- I wouldn't say you grow up a little hood, but you know yeah. this one. If you know it, you know if, it. If right? you know it, you know it. And if you know it, you're a real one. Like this one right here. Yep, yep, yep. I see my feet moving already. Heck yeah. <laughs> hey, do you do you go on the dance floor with your drink on this one, bro? Because. There's a lot of movement on this one. So, there's always that one professional to hit this one. Shoulder shaking. (laughs) Now, with this one, when I was listening to this one, it took me back to the wedding I stood in because the groomsman, um, or the the my homie that was getting married. We used to go to quinceañeras together. Yeah. And he'd be getting it. Boom. boom. Oh, this was his. This is his jam. So when they played it, I look over and getting it. But he has like a drink in each hand. And then just dot, dot, dot. How? And he was getting it, bro. Sipping. Boom. Hitting it. Hitting it. Hitting it. And I was like, yo. Like, <laughs> this is your jam, bro. Like, And then like, if you're from Texas, this is a must. At yeah. any like get together, like <laughs> you don't even have to be a cowboy. You don't even one. gotta be a cowboy to this one. You can always just look at your next your partner next to you. I hear the boots hitting the floor, right? And then, <laughs> <laughs> So look, me and Brandon, we just want to show y'all some love. So I got yeah. a challenge for for any of y'all that are up for it. So out of the last four songs that we played, which was the Cha Cha Slide, mm-hmm. Cupid Shuffle, the Bunny Hop, and what is Boots this one called? Boots Cootin' Boogie. Me and Brandon are gonna give ten dollars via Cash App. To whoever can do or send in the best video of you dancing. So $10 is enough for... From each of us? No, just together. No, let's do each of us. Each of us. We'll we'll give $10 each and it's $20. $20. Because you know gas is high. Gas is high. It's half a tank. (laughs) Quarter tank. (laughs) Quarter tank if you're me. That's a couple cafecitos for the week. Yeah. You know, that's maybe like... Couple sausage, sausage biscuits, and hash browns in the morning with the powery. There you go. You can you go know. to you can go to a Valero, pick up a coffee and um, a croissant. Not a croissant. What's the uh, picking a blanket? Mm, the kolaches. The kolaches. That's three dollars right there. Yeah, that's that's a that's a whole breakfast. Oh, look, at, look at that. Mm. We're trying to bless you guys in this recession. I, I, I think that's what like two chipotle bowls. I think so, but without like. That's like bare no, minimum. No, no guac. No guac. <laughs> no extra salsa. Que los chips in the drink. No, 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 no. Just hey, simple. Hey, hey. Hey, if y'all want to pay the other the other half. We got you on the other half. We got you on half of it, at least. <laughs> but, so, we're going to do the cha-cha slide. This is something new. The cast. We're going to do the Cupid new Shuffle. Cupid, yeah. And then we're going to do the Bunny Hop. I want to see the bunny hop so Straight bad. Up. I want to see somebody, hit the see somebody kill it. it. <laughs> kill it. The bunny hop or the boots cooking buggy. Bro. So y'all pick out of those four. The best one out of those, out of like those four dances 
hey, you win 20 bucks. Yeah. We're going to post y'all's videos on our page, on our stories, and we're going to have everybody decide who yep. who has the best dance. And, yeah, we're going to go that, from man. there. We want to see it, man. Yeah, it's going to be cool, man. I want to see it so bad. <laughs> I want to see the bunny hop. Somebody hit the bunny hop. <laughs> Please. Nice. Like, hit it smooth. Yeah. And you got my vote. Yep. Look. I need I need that. It's been a while since I've seen a good bunny hop. I'm probably gonna tell my homie to hit it. <laughs> I want to see his. Just I'm, I'm gonna tell him and be like, "Hey fam, you want to win twenty bucks? Like, show me, send me a video of that bunny hop, bro." Dude, that'd be nice, man. That's a good. That's a good thing, man. You know, it's gonna be a good thing to to push out there. Heck yeah, yeah, man. So um, let's go and share with everyone our our review. It's um it's starting to become my favorite brewery since uh, I've tried it and yeah. um I keep going back for it and I hope that they just keep doing what they're doing and um it's gonna be coming from Drecker Brewery Company uh out of Fargo North Dakota yeah mm. Fargo North Dakota it's a Double India Pale Ale. King of the Thing. That's what it's called. Hmm. What a name. What a name. Mm. It's um it's a good it's a good can art. Yeah. They have but they have some crazy art, like Yeah. And it's like unique. Like no two cans are the same. Never. And sometimes I just wanna take a an exacto to it and put like, it on like on, on like your, your Yeti or yeah. something. Yeah. If you guys follow us on our page, we usually post on the review and the cans and what the the, the brew looks like. But you'll see the art of this. And um, looking at this, I want to ask you, do you ever, do you do you buy the beer from the art can? The, the can art? Uh, like, like if I buy it because of the art? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Cause I have one. It's it's uh it's called Lewis Fruiton. That one was that one was nasty. It was I, I mean not nasty as in like gross, but that was like nasty as in like like danky. Like you taste it and you give that face like that you smelled a fart because it was so good. <laughs> like that's how good that one was. I tried it and it 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 blew me away. It was like but the what got me was the art. Because yeah. it literally looked like Louis Vuitton. It literally had the little bag in the front. Mm-hmm. It was nice. I think I still have a picture of it. I, if I, I do. I, I got a picture. I think, no, I drank the can the other day. You did? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. It was cold, good. too. Cold. It had That's to be cold. Good, man. But you know what? I want to do a special shout out. Um, one to my wife. Ashley had gotten me a Father's Day gift, but also to the um, creator of this. His name is... Jonathan, oh man, I hope I'm not killing your name. Jonathan Zidanini, he is the creator and founder of Lineage Leather. He created um, a one, one-off one piece wallet, but also added in a few pieces of leather coasters. They're nice, man. They're nice. And I keep looking at it now with that. Mm-hmm. So if you guys ever have the chance... Visit his page, um, support support local. Right now he's living in Fort Worth with his wife, um, expecting 
a new child or uh, expecting their baby. But yeah, support local, buy local. Um, and at the end of the the pod, we'll go and give you guys a review of this brew. Um, I'm I'm really liking it, man. It's good, man. It's really really good. Yeah. Uh, shoot, so getting in with with Father's Day, man. Yeah. They usually say like. Like once you become like a parent, mm-hmm. you're you're no longer the center of attention, mm-hmm. or yeah, you know you're you're no longer the center of the universe, pretty much. Yeah, like you pretty much have to put your life on hold to make sure that their life is straight. Yeah. So how how do, how do you how can you relate with that uh, with Mav? Because you're Mav's your your first your first born. Yeah, man. And your only child so far. Yeah. So it's I guess you could say it's like you've had to learn. I had to learn. Um, I just had a conversation with somebody and he taught me patience, right? Mm-hmm. But it um I didn't want to have a child for a while. You know, you know, sometimes people set the the life goal of getting married and having a kid in their, in their mid twenties and you know, I was one of them. But I soon learned that I was too selfish yeah. to have a child. You know, yeah, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are, and it's 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 no fault, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in your 20s, your early and mid 20s, you are selfish because you want to do you and you want to create goals and you know try to reach those. And sometimes you, it those goals can can be pushed back when you have a child. Yeah, you know, and it, it is pushed back because now you have a whole human being. That you need to make sure that you are taken care of. Yeah. You know? Um, now, with that being said, um, my wife and I, we, we did a class through church. And um, it was called Marriage on the Rock, right? Like, our marriage isn't, it's not, it's not bad. But this is um, a class that taught us to basically live our our have our marriage on the rock of Jesus, right? Yeah. And the foundation of it. And in this, in the teaching, they were saying that, um, your child shouldn't be number one. Mm. Right. Because your children are temporary. Mm. They're, they're temporary in your household. Yeah. Because once they're grown 18, 19, 20, they're going to leave your home and it's now you and your spouse, you and your wife, yeah. So you and your husband. So you pretty much, it's like almost like you started all over. Yeah, you're starting all over, like right? You're, it's like almost like you don't have kids. Yeah. You have kids, but you're not responsible for them anymore. Exactly. Like they're, they're old enough to make their own decisions. Yeah. So so what they were saying is <clears throat> you can't, you, it, it's, 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 it's a 50-50 on it, right? Like, you can put your child in the center of the universe, like the center of your marriage. Yeah, yeah. But it should be God first, your marriage, then your children. Mm. Because your children are going to leave your home. Yeah. And if you create a, a household and a, and a lifestyle of your children are always going to be the center, and you're no longer dating your husband or your wife, or you're creating emotional support from your children to make you happy or to lift you up, when your child is gone, what's going to happen? You got to pick up the pieces. You got to pick up the pieces. And it's going to be super hard because now... Because time, time already went by. Time already went by. Your emotions are now with your child. Yep. Right? And now your husband or your wife is like, well, what do we do? 
you have we have an uh, empty home or a nest home, right? Mm-hmm. And we're just sitting here. But <clears throat> Mavis taught me a lot, and he has um, created a, a different version of me, not only for myself but for my wife and for him. Yeah, you know. So I don't even buy clothes anymore, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So what do you say, like, um, what do you say, like, having a, like, a, a child kind of kind of forces you to slow down a bit, right? For sure. But isn't, I mean, not in a bad way. No, no, because, um, like, I, you know, like I said earlier, your 20s, your mid-20s, yeah. you're like, go, 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 yep. go. And then... A child comes and it comes to a screeching halt, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to learn how to take day day by day um, emotions, you know, because kids have big emotions, right? And you have to understand them and try to um, not lean on that on your first flesh emotion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <clears throat> And you have to um, learn that taking taking life slowly is is a plus at times because, for instance, earlier, Mav had a day today, bro. He had a day. Um, I don't know what it was, but he was just like, I don't want to say clingy, but he was like attached to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's in the stage of trying to understand his emotion and trying to um, um, push those out because he can't fully talk. Right. He yeah. can he can say a few things, but he can't create fully. It's like almost like he, he knows what he wants to say, but he like can't. like. The words won't come out. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. But he has the emotions there. He has the emotions. He knows what he wants to say. Yeah. But he's like, like, he's like, how do I say it? Like, so that my parents understand what I'm saying. Yep. So, like, as adults, right? Like, we want to go in our own pace and go in as a, as life goes and, and day by day and, you know, minute by minute. But with him, he's he's teaching me that when he has these big emotions and he's not having a some people say perfect days, right? Yeah, there's nothing perfect, but he's a toddler and he's trying to um, push those emotions out and push those feelings. He had that, and I had to like squat down, and you have to be at his level, right? Yeah, you have to be at his level. Everything is stopped now. You want to ask him like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. He understand you, yeah. Because I think it's different. Like when you, I think this is with just with any child when you try to correct them and you're like hovering over them. Oh yeah, you're more like building like, I guess you could say like a fear. Yeah, like hey, like you gotta be scared of me instead of being eye to eye and be like, hey, mm-hmm. we're cordial. Yeah, like we're on the same page. What's good? Like what was going on? Mm-hmm. Like talk to me. Like I want to understand you. Like what's going on? Yeah, and with the, with <clears throat> with that, they kind of they 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 latch onto it, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, 
mom or dad is trying to figure out what's happening. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I said this on here before, but there was a study, right, where I don't want to say children are like are like pets, but they have the same um, uh, communication style. Mm-hmm. Like a dog can't tell you, hey, I'm hungry. Yep. He's going to come to you and like wag his tail or yep. cry. Um, cry, right? That's how my dog is. Every day, 5.30 a.m., 6 a.m., just crying, crying, crying because yeah. she wants to go out and pee. Yeah. And that's every day. Same yeah. thing when her her uh, water bowl's dry, she'll either go to the restroom and like jump in the shower. Yeah. And just like start like you could like she starts licking the tub and I'm like, <laughs> yo, my bad. Like and then I go and give her some water. Like, and, but it's it's almost the same thing. Right. Yeah. And this guy said, if you actually look at this and he put it to where he was yelling good things to a dog like i freaking love you yeah yelling right the dog was scouring like mm-hmm. in fear but then he's over there rubbing the dog's head like you're a, you're a horrible dog and you're you know but the dog's wagging his tail because of his projection of emotion like the tone the tone right yeah so it, it kind of brought everything right like you're saying if you're standing over your child and you're saying, what's going on with you? What's going on? He, that child's going to be like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you come down to their level and you're like, what's going on? Man? Like, yeah. tell, tell mom, tell dad, what's going on? You kind of just level with them and comes back to like taking your time with your child. Yeah, slowing sure. down a little bit, you know. But it, it, he's taught me a lot, man. And I'm, I'm really happy that God gifted us with him. Yeah, man. He's such a loving, a loving child, man. Yeah. Everybody just, like, he just wants to hug everybody. <laughs> everybody. It's it's wild because he's a pandemic baby, right? Like, mm-hmm. been so isolated and um, being around the people at our church, it's, it's kind of shown him the social aspect of mm-hmm. it, right? And we're super happy. The other day, Ash and I were saying, like, um, how happy are happy we are that he's so loving and so um emotional, right? With with people that he sees on a daily basis or rarely sees. Yeah, you know, like hey, give so and so a pound, he give him a pound, mm-hmm. a little baby shake, baby shake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember a couple episodes you were saying like you eventually want to take like a family trip together. Yeah. Well, what what would you? I don't know if you thought about it, but what what would be something you, like you would want Mav to see when it was like when it's like the right age? Because, but like sometimes if they're too young, it's like and eh, like I could take them, but he's not gonna remember this. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, what's something you would want to do with Mav that you'll be like, you know what, like I want to do this because it's gonna build a memory. There's been many places. Um, we just had this conversation today at lunch. Um, Japan is one place. Yeah. Um, Egypt, Greece, um, Italy, you know, Mm -hmm. the places that he would see the world where it was. Yeah. Not for what, like what they make it seem. Because I feel like sometimes they, they hide the behind the scenes. Yeah. And they paint it to be a pretty picture and that Africa is like. This whole lines place. and 
and elephants and zebras are just running around and you could just pet them when in reality it's it's different it's different yeah. you know i want them to see for example the pyramids oh yeah right like you see these pictures of the pyramids being in the desert and just massive things but if you look behind you it's a whole city like a thriving city mm-hmm. people are sitting at mcdonald's looking at the the pyramids of giza yeah and it's it's you don't see that Mm-mm. but i want i want our child or, or children if we ever plan to have another one i want our child and children to be um cultured uh well-traveled and um i want them to see the world man you know yeah to understand that there's something bigger than just texas for sure you know i remember at a i think i was like six or eight my dad had took us um to where he's from my dad's from uh nicaragua central america and i was young and i'll never forget this and I remember um, going and over there is like ridiculous amount of poverty, like mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like, like people make I don't know, like two dollars in a week type of thing. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? So I remember, and I still I could I I could literally picture this in my head, and I feel grateful for like the the life I have, the life that my parents gave me, but. I remember my dad taking us over there and there's this thing over there they call it a fritanga and over there it's just it's literally like a buffet so you tell them like hey i want this i want this i want this i want this yeah we're over there like like, hey we're on vacation yeah so we're there eating some big fat plates yeah you know she's just there eating 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 i remember being young little kid comes up he's like hey um are y'all gonna finish y'all's food because me and my little brothers haven't ate in four days Oh God! You know, and and me seeing that so young, I look at it now, and I'm like, and I'm just like, I'm over here worried about what I'm gonna eat for lunch when I know I have food at the house, but there's like little kids, yeah, like trying to figure out what they're gonna eat, yeah, you know, and it's like small things like that that I saw at a young age. And I'm and I'm thankful that my dad exposed me to that at a very young age, that makes me appreciative of the life that I live now. Yeah, you know. And would you want to do something like that with Mav? Like take him like to Guam or take him to Hawaii, show him like y'all's roots. Of course, I. There was a conversation I had the other day, and um, I want him to have the. I want him to live on the island for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I want him to live. In the, I want him to understand the culture and the roots where he comes from. Yeah, you know, to and I'm grateful that my parents did that with me and my sister, where mm-hmm. we stayed back on Guam and my my grandparents who raised us up with our culture, our traditions, our um, I want to say not like the baseline of of our life, right? Yeah, how we should treat people, you know, because. Maybe I'm a little biased, but I don't see that too much nowadays, mm-hmm. you know? No. Um, like, we 
we understand how to greet people, you know, how to treat their homes. And, you know, that's the the baseline of our life, right? And yeah. I want him to see that. I want him to live that. I want him to to feel it, right? Like how they say the island life is it's a real thing, you know? Um and you know, one day I wanna I want us to go on a missionary. I want him to see like what you have back home isn't what everyone is not what everyone has. You know, just like you were saying, you were over there just living a king's life. Right? You're living the king's life, and then here comes a kid who hasn't eaten four days. Yeah, literally. Hasn't eaten in four days. My sister did a missionary, I want to say in Africa, and she made shoes. She made shoes for these kids, and there's a picture of her handing uh, a child some shoes, and she had the biggest smile on her face. Yeah, man. The biggest smile on her face, like, to know, to know that a pair of shoes can lift someone's spirit up while we're over here complaining about mm-hmm. the smallest thing. We're over here worrying about what, what shoes are going to drop next. <laughs> right? Right? Literally. Worrying about what shoes are going to drop next when literally people don't got shoes. Yeah. There's, you know what? I want to, I want to say this. There's a kid in India who created this shoe of 100% recycled material. 100% recycled material. Hmm. The box that it comes in, you can plant it in the ground, and it makes herbs. Really? Yeah. And everything that goes to that, all the, the purchase of the shoe, it goes towards, like, feeding the community it comes from. Man, that's powerful. It's It's... It's plastic bags that he finds in the trash. Yeah, bro. It's not that bad. Damn. It's not that bad. I'm going to find it and I'm, I'm going to show it to you. That's creative, man. But look at that, right? He yeah. took, he took, he's not allowing where he's coming from to bring him, to keep him at a level. He yeah. wants to bring it up, right? And he's putting this simple shoe and bringing all the profit to feed his community. Mm-hmm. Right? And like you said, we're over here worrying about what, Next drop of shoe is going to come down. It's going to be $230. And it's like, what $230 is going to do for somebody else? Exactly. Right? Or what am I going to eat for lunch? Or <clears throat> what shirt am I going to buy? <laughs> or what outfit am I going to wear just for tonight? Yeah. And I want I want Maverick to see that. I want Maverick to see, like, your life is incomparable Yeah. to what someone else is living. Yeah. You know? And I'm pretty sure we're, we're doing that now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it starts from the beginning. So growing up, like, obviously you had your dad, but you also have, like, different people that were in your life that you would consider as, like, assets of, like, a father figure? A father figure? Mm-hmm. My grandpa? Yeah. Man, Same my grandpa. Here. My grandpa, he taught me a lot, man, and... um I still think about him to this day. I think that's what happens, right? When, when someone puts it, creates an impact in your life, even when they've transitioned home, they're still gonna have an impact in you yeah. that that carries generations and um, uh, creates this lasting foundation, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, and, you know, godparents are there for a reason. And, you know, I know there's some godparents, like, that don't show up and don't understand the the severity of it, right? Yeah. And um, I think with the, the men that we surround or that I'll ma- have Maverick surrounded with growing up, I think that he's going to be well taken care of. You know? Yeah. Like, he's going to have you in his life. He's going to have his godfather in his life. He's going to have my grandpa. I mean, my, my, my dad. His, his, Ashley's dad. He's going to have a lot of strong men that are are well-rounded and also, f- like, grounded in, in God mm-hmm. and in their faith. And I wholeheartedly am... I'm trying to find the word. Um, I don't want to say not worried, but I'm not worried. Yeah. That Maverick will grow up um, as a respectable man. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I think people are going to look at him and say, like, what's that? Um, like Pastor Daniel said this morning, he had a, sto- a story about a man he went through a grocery store and he didn't say a word to this, this other man. And he turned around and he goes, you were God very well. Didn't say a word. It's just the spirit. And he smelled like, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. I want, I want, I want people to look at Maverick like that. Like, you know, he can, he can go somewhere and people look at him like, like there's something about you. There's something about you. And want to know who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, and him be able to tell his story and like, oh, yeah. My dad showed me this and this and my Uncle Leo, my Uncle Sam, and, you know, this and this. And yeah. him be just strong, you know. And it, it just carries generations, man. And that's where it starts, you know. Mm-hmm. It's starting now. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's starting you now. It. Yeah. Because you. I remember yeah. one one of my greatest like memories or like another father father figure would be like my grandpa. It'd always be like my grandpa was um he always did like the wiring for cars. Yeah. Hot rods, um, Volkswagens, old school beetles and stuff like that. Yeah. So he'd always like be like, All right, come on, let's go. Oh, that's good. And we'd be there just running wire, boom, 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 running uh um uh, what are they called? We'd just be running wires, and he'd be like, all right, go ahead and solder this for me. Yeah. And if it was trash, he would cut it, splice it. He'd be like, do it all over. Oh, that's... Yeah. But, I mean, from there, like, I learned, like, and I look back at it, and there's times where my clippers have gone out, and I open them. Yeah. And I'm like, it's this wire right here. And I splice it. Easy. Solder it back on. We're good to go. What, what do they call it? Um... Uh, general life. Um, man, it's 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 on the tip of my tongue. You know, it's like changing a tire. Oh yeah, yeah. Like changing a tire, learning how to change your oil, changing battery, a light bulb, a battery. a battery. Like the the things that every man should know. It's just like basic, like basic. Um, 
I guess you could say in like life basic, instincts. Yeah, basic in life instincts, <laughs> instincts, basic life necessities. Yeah, necessi- necessities. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, and I see a lot of men doing that with their daughters too. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that too. Like, some some of these girls, they know more than the guys. And that would make a, a father proud, you know. And Have you seen that little girl? Um, she's all about the guns. She's just like, what has like an AR. She's yeah. just like with the target, and then just no. like hitting all the targets. Bah, 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 bah. No, I haven't seen it. I'm gonna show you, dude. She's solid. I'm pretty sure her dad's like, yo. Yeah. There's, a, there's, there's. You just reminded me. There's a dad who's teaching their kids about his kids about guns. You know. Like everything about it, and he he puts it in them. You will only use this for protection. Mm-hmm. You will only use it, yeah, as protection, and he imprints it in them, like the knowledge of yeah. guns. You know, and just like you, like your grandfather, he imprinted the knowledge of wiring and um, mechanics of certain things and. Yeah, you know, like Pastor Daniel said, there's there's many people whose fathers weren't there. Yeah, but they there's some men that didn't allow that to stop them. Yeah, you know, there's I, some men who didn't allow this to stop them, and it's just like I've had like a couple like examples like that too. Like I had one of my old youth pastors. That dude was like, that dude's been like major in my life. Yeah, like still to this day, still to this day, bro. I I know his phone number by heart, and I've known him since I was ten years old. Dude, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and just the things he he would tell me, just the uh, like the lessons he would give. You know, I've always stuck with those. And um, from time to time, I I go and help him out at his church, and like it's always a blessing. That he, like. He always shout me out. He was he was like, man, I've known this, this this young man since he was like ten, eleven years old, and like I've I've seen him grow. I've seen him. I've been able to steward him and look at the product of me investing my time and mm. him and uh, you know investing in me and pouring into me and look 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 how far I've gone, you know. Yeah. And I'm still like in God. Yeah, you know, that's real good, man. Like. You know, while you're, while you're talking that, I wanted to, I, it came up that, one, do you plan on having kids? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how many, but I, I would love to have some kids when the time is right. Yeah. I think you, uh, honestly, like, the, the length of time that you and I have been, been hanging around each other, I think you're, you're, you're mentally preparing yourself to be a father. <laughs> Like you, you are you. You surround yourself with a lot of men that yeah. that either have children or um, that are are well grounded. Yeah, and um, I know that man. I know you'd be a good. You're gonna be a great father, dude, and you're gonna teach them everything that you know. And if if there was one thing that you would just carry on that your grandfather and your dad taught you, what would it be? Um, if there was something that I could carry on that they taught me, yeah, 
Um, from my grandpa, I would say like endless love. Mm. Cause there's like, you know, my, my grandpa's kids, like, or my uncles, my aunts, or say more of my uncles, but they've had a couple slippage, like they've slipped. Yeah. Regardless, my grandpa said, you're my son, mm. regardless of what you do, I'm going to, you're my son. I'm going to love you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you, what you go through. Yeah. As far as my dad, like, my dad's a very, very hard worker. So my dad was always working to bring food to the table. Mm. My dad, that was, like, his way of showing us love, like, being able to provide. Yeah. Be a provider. And I think that's what I would want to carry. So I would want to carry those two things, being a provider, but also showing love. Yeah. That's good, bro. Yeah. That's good, man. It's... Being a provider and I think um, it struck hard when Pastor Daniel was like, uh, you know, you can be a provider, but know that God, that all this hard work isn't isn't in vain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a lot of men, I've seen it, right? Like they're, they, they work so hard to be a provider and it's like, what is this showing? No, you're just showing a lot. And, and I've seen that too. I've seen men, like, I'm just saying men in general, just because it's like, I guess you could say it's Father's Day, but I've seen men in general being more worried about providing than being more worried about being invested in their child's life. (laughs) Like present, right? Exactly. (laughs) And, like, when you look at it, you're like, "Mm," because I could relate to that in a way. Like, sure, my dad was a really hard worker, you know, but for so many years, he was just working and working and working and working, and it was hard for him to be able to, like, slow down and give us time, yeah. you know? But yeah. And I didn't understand that. I, I didn't understand, like, man, why is my dad working so hard, or why doesn't he not spend time? And I understand, like, you know, my dad was working so hard because he was trying to, like, keep the lights on, make sure we're fed, make sure we have clothes, like, make sure what we need like we had what we needed to had and i didn't i, I remember um there was a panel at church and it was uh, anthony felix mm-hmm. and ryan Guerra. and ryan had said my dad did the best that he knew yeah like he did the best that he could because that's all he knew yeah so when i heard that i was like man like my dad did the best that he did because that's what he knew like, yeah that's the best that he could have done yep and I, like, regardless, you know, of how I felt, I had to put that to the side and be like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to let that overpower. Like, like I'm not going to let what happened, like, stop me from loving him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, um, even <laughs> my dad was there, right? Yeah. And um, he, right when it ended, he goes, you know, I love you, B, and I hope there's nothing that, that, that I did that, um, well, have you uh, not loved me as much as I love you, right? Yeah. And my dad was strict. Uh, my dad was strict. He 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 was a military man, but that's he did what he could with what he had and what he knew, you know. And I respect him for that, you know. And I I carry a lot of like the foundational um, life values that he he gave me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
But there's a lot of times that when when we had Maverick, I wanted to be present in his life. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, this year was pretty tough, bro. Like, yeah. there was weekends I was like, you wake up and I wasn't there because I was working. Um, and then I'll get home. He's probably taking a nap and I'll have a couple of hours with him, you know? But those couple of hours that I'm with him, I'm spending a lot of time with him, right? Yeah. I'm making sure that he knows I'm present and I'm there with him. Um, and, um, you know, taking like little moments out of your day and the couple of hours that you have fr- as free time, rather than being on your phone or watching Netflix or playing a video game, right? Take those couple of hours. Take your, your children out. There's a lot of things you can do in, in the city mm-hmm. that you can do. And, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure you saw it. Ash went out to to hang out with her friends. and Oh, yeah. You and Mav had a blast. Had a blast. I could have I could have said, no, we're just going to stay home. It was 107 degrees. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm going to take my son out. And I'm going to take him to. blast. Dude. I'm getting a little emotional about this, but I saw the happiness in his face, and I can't can't take that out of him i can't yeah. take that away you know mm-hmm. i can't take that away because seeing his joy is it's worth more to me than anything in the world yeah you know you Jeez. get the, you get the, the <laughs> ultimate satisfaction ultimate you know because i feel like sometimes but i'm not a dad but i think like sometimes like being a father you could be like man like am i am i doing this right yeah, yeah, and I think like seeing that that smile and seeing that happiness and be like, you kind of look back and be like, "Cool, I'm bro." Good. There's there's sometimes I'll put the man down to sleep. He may have had a like a just a day. We may have had a day with him, but guess what? Guess where I'm at? On my couch, the the show is just running. But I'm looking at my at my gallery of videos of him. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Ash were like, babe, look, look, look at him, look at, look, look at Matt running, just he's running around, bro. You know, the <laughs> little things like that, like little memories of like of the joy that a child can bring for you, um, is gold. Yeah, you know, it's gold, bro. And um, man, just like I don't know, bro. I love being a dad. Yeah, and I wanted to be a dad for so long, but you know, God knew I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Like mentally, spiritually, and physically, I was not ready. Um, and uh, He knew that Ashley and I were ready to to bring this child into this earth, into the world, and for us to bring him in um, wholeheartedly. You know, yeah, just wholeheartedly and just love him with so much, and that's what we do now, man. And at the same time, bro, like, shout out to all the women. Oh, yeah. That have, have had to, like, literally play both roles. Yep. Like, literally, man. Like, even the grandparents, man. Like, even the grandparents that had to be, like, the father, had to be the mother, had to be both. Yeah. You know, shout out to them. You know, one of my one of my best friends, you know, he was mother. The mom died, you know, at very young age. You know, dad wasn't in the picture too long, and you know his his grandparents raised him, and man, he's he's a good product, you know. Yeah, and he's like they just they're over there for him. 
you know one of the um the best advice well yeah one that pastor daniel had given me was um don't hold everything above your your parents head you know like the mistakes that you hold or the the things that they hold they they did to you like you hold them against um what they're what where they're at now in their life and he was put yourself in their shoes when 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 your child grows up you think you did everything right mm-hmm. you think everything right and then you you talk to them like we well, did this this and this this and this and this this wrong I thought I was doing right. How would you how would you feel? I'm like, oh that's that dude, that's that was when I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's that's strong, man. You know? Yeah. Well yeah, man. You know? Um the thing where people kind of flip it is where it's they think that uh life is supposed to be a certain way. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I think that that creates a lot of stress on people, man. Yeah. Like, I feel, um, what did he say? Um, he said today the world, the world is trying to, the world's trying to create your identity. Yeah. <laughs> when, was... when reality, your identity is, is created by God. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people get that mixed up. A lot of people are more worried about like what this world thinks than what God thinks about you. The likes and the follows and that's why like a lot of people are like, man, how come you don't post a lot of pictures? Like, it's cool. Like, yeah, I'll post pictures here and there, but that's not my life. Yeah, it's like one of my friends. He lost his account. Had like six thousand followers. He was he was more worried about trying to get that account back for two days and bro, just start another one, start fresh. Yeah, what what's a new beginning? Bro, go to your old account and follow. <laughs> I mean, well, the the old one was already like deleted, pretty much. Oh, okay. But, yeah, but but still, like, uh, and I told him, I was like, bro, like, don't worry about it. That's not your life. It's like how, it's just an account. How many of those followers? Are, how many have actual weight in your life? Five, five. I. Who you who? Out of those five thousand people, do you know all of them? Maybe maybe a, a thousand. Do you really know them, right? Like, do you know them? Fifty. And just like you, bro. Like with my IG, man. It's a business IG, right? Yeah. I look at it. I'm like, man, I should be posting more. Yeah, that's how I get to. But I'm like, eh, for but what? guess what? The people that I've I've taken photos of, they're gonna tell other people, yeah, Brandon did this. Here's his number. Mm-hmm. Here's his number. Hit him up. He'll hit you right back up. I've left that kind of imprint in my my client's life, that no matter what, I'll I'll hear back. I'm like, hey, I heard so and so, you took their so their pictures. I want to do this. Okay, cool. I will take whatever comes to me. Yeah, I'm not looking. I'm not looking to influence nobody. Mm-mm. And if if you're meant to be an influencer, like, okay. It's too much work. It's going to come on its own. It's too much work, bro. <laughs> it's too much work, man. It's, I don't know. It's, I, I don't want Mav to grow up in that. Yeah. I don't want Mav to grow up. I, I know he's going to have his own identity. Yeah, for sure. You know? That's it, man. That's how I feel. <laughs> what do you think? 
About what? The beer. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I don't want to finish it. I see you taking baby steps. I've been, I've been <laughs> babysitting this thing the whole time. I'm like, man, this thing is good. Yeah, I, I, this is. Look, I'm I'm gonna say this about Drucker. Just like I said this about Untitled Arts, they're not gonna miss. Mm-mm. No. Hey, thank you to, to Tim at Growler Exchange, For man. Reals, man. He introduced me to this beer, and I'm I'm loving it, man. I appreciate you, my guy. He ordered this this company, and you know, Drecker, keep doing what you're doing, man. But um, what are your thoughts about the episode, my guy? It's good, man. Shout out to all the all the fathers out there. Shout out to all the all the single mothers, you know. Raising up your kids, you know, doing whatever you got to do to be able to play those two roles, you know. Yeah. Hey, shout out to y'all. Shout out to the grandparents also, you know, stepping up for even not just a dad, but even mom and dad. Yeah. You know, that that's huge, man. It's huge. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank you guys for listening to this. You know, I share a little piece, piece of my heart, um, piece of my world. And it, it means so much that you're able to listen to this. If I were to tell you guys anything about um, parenthood is um, take it day by day. Allow your children to see emotions from you. Be emotionally available for your children. Um, They need to see that you're human as well. Spend some time with them. Love them. Hug them and kiss them because you know what? You just never know. That's good, man. Yeah, I know I'm taking that and writing that down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but man, it was a good episode, man. It was a good talk, man. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Appreciate you, bro. Of course, bro. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of an Untapped Acquaintance Podcast. I'm your boy, Sam. Your boy, B. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>